It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard and uh, the first show of 2021. I'm going to have to get used to saying that uh, too, but uh, uh, I'm like just about everybody else, Brady, happy that 2020 is gone. Oh, yeah. And now we have actual dates for the um, for the regional games. We finally have a solid time. Uh, Ubley, or excuse me, North Branch of Marine City playing at one o'clock on Saturday. Ubley will be kicking off at two. It's it's game week. It's finally here. I never thought we'd get here. Well, again, I'm just gonna. Stay calm over here, as uh, as you knock on the wood. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just stay calm over here. And like I say, when I hear you say it's second and two Mariners at the Frankenmuth 38 at some point in this game, then I'll believe that the game is going on. The game will end, and you'll say, I just don't know. It didn't happen. <laughs> That's just the way it's going. I'll still be skeptical. Or the 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 game will end. And Marine City will win and will be stoked that they're going to a semifinal game that will be played at East China Stadium. And then they'll stick it to us again. No, they won't. <laughs> don't don't you even put that out there. Don't I you think even... if I say it then it won't happen. Oh, the reverse jinx? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the reverse jinx here. Jeez. But and well, then we're at I that mean, point basketball, of desperation. Basketball is getting closer, which I had some news I found out uh, over our little break about what the Mac might be doing for basketball. Yeah, that, um, this that, is this is interesting. That will be interesting. We'll talk about that at some point in the show. And, again, we're going to uh, get ready. We're going to gear up for Frankenmuth Marine City. And since football is happening Saturday, we'll talk about that first when we get rolling here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. 
Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and let's uh, kind of uh, go back because, because it, to me it seems like it happened eons ago. It really wasn't that long ago, like a month. Mm, a month ago a was month. a month ago was about when the first pause was supposed to end. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so let's start with uh, the one that uh, you'll be at uh, on Saturday, one o'clock kickoff, Marine City against uh, Frankenmuth at Frankenmuth, and really since the postseason has started, and, and you could probably look back on it and say through the six weeks of the regular season, neither one of these teams were, were tested. But in playoff games, neither one of these teams have been tested. Mariners blew through Osborne 44 nothing, Which they did short-handed. Yeah. They did without like five or six starters. Be- because we both know that if they wanted to, Osborne is a team that they could put 60 100. to 80 points up on. No problem. Then they beat Lincoln 47-28 to in a game that you're still whining about. Yeah. And if they wanted to, they could have beat Lincoln a lot more. Like they didn't even play their best game, and they're still winning by four touchdowns. Um, you know, and then they beat Denby thirty to nothing, um, which to me, of the three wins, that's the most impressive. Well, yeah, I mean, Denby's not the Denby team of last year, but they're still a decent team. And but you look at you want to talk about what Franken? Yeah, they, they've done. been they've been breezing through here too. Um, yeah, I mean, but. Their first game, Freeland, that's their only loss of the season, and they beat Freeland 41-3. to Since then, Freeland's run the table. Um, they also beat Essexville Garber, who's 7-2. and They lost to Freeland in the district finals. So it's not that as if Frankenmuth hasn't played anyone worth their weight. No, but in the playoffs, I mean, Bridgeport, they beat 55-12. to uh, Elmont mm. was their closest game, and they which won I still don't know what to make of Elmont. Um, I'm they're at least a respectable team, and then Corona they ooh yeah, Corona got Coran yeah that that was that was ugly. So uh, which it, also it, if you look at Frank, 111 points in the two games sandwiched around a 28 to nothing win. You want to know something kind of weird about Frankenmuth's schedule? They hadn't gone on the road since October second. They played their first three games on the road and then had three home games to end the regular season and then obviously had three home games because they were undefeated. So they're going to be playing their seventh straight home game. And if they get to the semifinals, it'll be eight straight. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I think there's a lot more up in the air with this because of what's happening. I think Marine City, just because of how their coaches are going to prepare them, um, Gives them a little bit of an edge if they had to go into it right away again. I think on paper, Marine City is going to find themselves the slight underdog in this game just because Frankenmuth is that good, and they've had success against Marine City. They've had success against Elmont. They've done well, and, I mean, let's be honest, Frankenmuth hasn't had a game closer than 
just looking at this right now, 28 nothing. Looks like, or sorry, 31-7 against Essexville Garber was their closest game this year. Well, just look at, through three weeks of, of playoffs, and, and again, you know, what, whatever. But Frankenmuth, 129 points. Marine City, 121 points. Frankenmuth's given up 26. Marine City's given up 28. And 21 of those was against the second-string defense. So, I mean. Again, I'm sure the same applies to Frankenmuth. Really similar numbers, yes, though, is and, what I'm driving yeah. at. Oh, yeah. They're, they're very similar teams. I mean, I might call five passes all game um, on Saturday. See, I, I think, depending on the weather, Frankenmuth will throw a little bit more. But, I'm you know, again, I think weather's going to factor into that and how well they can run the ball against well, Marine City. Well, let's see if I, can, gonna if I can get a factor uh, into that. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go out there and air it out 25 times, but, you know, they might throw it 10 times. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not saying. Or, neither, whereas Marine City won't throw it 10 times unless they it's feel not like gonna they be, have to or they feel like there's something there that they can expose. Yeah, no, it's not going to be Army-Navy on Saturday <laughs> where there's three. Bring back the wishbone. Which, uh, by the way, the early indications in Frankenmuth, again, it's Monday, so the weather forecast might change. Uh, it says it's going to be about 30, 15% chance of rain, partly cloudy. That's not bad. No, that's. You can get that uh, in an October game. Oh, yeah, you get that in regular season games. Yeah. I mean, I think the Marysville playoff game was colder than that. Yeah. The so one that, against that's Harper not Woods. Bad at all. That's yeah, not no, bad that's at all. very playable. Um, yeah, and again. So actually, as long let's as hope it's, that holds up. As long as it's dry, I think is the biggest factor. Because until it gets to like. Until you can't feel your hand. Which I mean, with hand warmers and stuff, that's about t- below twenty and below. That's when you really have to get rid of throwing the ball. So I think, uh, I mean, we know Jeff Heslop can throw it. He can sling it. He did it against Marysville with one leg. This is where little things really become important. The snap mm-hmm. becomes super important. Making sure you secure the handoff, which. A couple times this year, Marine City's had a problem with multiple backs. I want to say in the Marysville game they had it. Um, in the Lincoln game, maybe, um, they, they fumbled a handoff. So uh, it's not been a prevalent issue, but it's reared its head a couple times for Marine City. And historically, both these teams uh, actually have good kicking games mm-hmm. as far as high school goes, and that might be taken away based on how cold it is and what the weather's like. Yeah, I mean, Felix Kopp's one of the better kickers in the area. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good kickers this year. There, there's just a lot that goes on, though. It Even is. on something but, is what we consider simple as an extra point, but, the snap, the mm-hmm. hold, and then, and, and But the you kick. also look at, I mean, we talk about, if you, when, I mean, we're going to break this game down a lot more in depth on a, thir- on a Friday, but yeah, the, the, the starburst is going to be huge. Frankenmuth knows isn't going to know not to kick to it. I've seen two starbursts this year, and I've seen two kick returns for touchdowns. Yeah, if if Frankenmuth starts the game kicking off to Marine City, then they didn't watch any film on Marine City, or they're just confident enough that because you can <laughs> kick off and you can man to man that kickoff return, you just have to have a really really disciplined kickoff return, and you have to have really good tacklers too because. You're essentially saying, okay, you watch that guy. You watch that guy, and okay, now you're trying to ask your kickoff team to go one-on-one with Zach Tetler, Charles Tigert, Anthony Rafino, guys like that. No. Which is not I, – I, I, just, I just feel like if you kick off to them and you let them run that play, then you're asking your kicker to make a tackle. <laughs> no, it's definitely um, – <laughs> it's definitely asking for something. Um, it's asking for trouble. Yeah, in, but in my book. But, All right. Also, Saturday at one, you've got North Branch hosting Detroit uh, Country Day. Um, uh, North Branch has absolutely been unchallenged. Beal sixty-five to nothing. Beat uh, a depleted Crosslex team thirty-five to nothing. Uh, their closest game was Ortonville Brandon forty-seven to. 28 and that was actually uh if memory serves me close through three quarters and then north branch poured it on in the fourth quarter i can't remember exactly but i want to say like north branch had them kind of at an arm's length most of the game and then they just knocked them down if like you said if memory serves but 
Country Day, on the other hand, like they rolled Detroit Henry Ford 41-12 in the first mm-hmm. round. But then uh, Notre Dame prep was a 21-14 win, uh, and they beat Lampfear 20-10. And we can laugh about Lampfear and throw the bronze. Hey, Lampfear, 8-1, five shutouts, and in their eight wins, they averaged 41 points a game. Yeah. So they had a very big year at Lampfear. Yeah, even if it was the bronze, they still won the games, and they did what a good team should do in the bronze. Um, They're actually much more competitive in that game than I thought. Uh, Country Day, one of yeah. I looked at that matchup and go, okay, here's where Lamphere gets exposed, forty to nothing, and they really didn't get exposed. No, Um, Country Day has two losses, one of them being the forfeit to Armada. The only game that they've played that they lost was to Brother Rice. That was in Week Five, twenty three thirteen, and that's a respectable score against a bigger school. Mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah, Country Day, I mean, maybe it's because we've seen a team like Marine City beat them and have success, but I I don't know. When I see Country Day come in to a North Branch, it doesn't have that mystique of De La Salle, who hasn't lost an actual playoff game that they've played in in like five years. Maybe it's recency bias, but I don't. When I hear Country Day, I don't get as scared as I do when I hear De La Salle, Brother well, I, Rice. I, again, it, the, the part Orchard of this Lake St. Mary's. that works for me is that they don't have to go to Country Day. Mm-hmm. Country Day has to come to them. Country Day has to go to the farm, mm-hmm. whereas it's not North Branch leaving the cornfields and coming down and suddenly driving into a, a high school campus that looks like a college campus. Right. The mystique of it all. Yeah. And North Branch, I mean, we went over the numbers of their running backs, well, geez, over a month ago now, but they have a three-headed monster and then It's really a four-headed monster. Yeah. I mean, I think they had four guys uh, with at least 500 yards, and yeah. uh, the the one back was well over 1,000. Yeah. I mean, North Branch, it's, it's a team that really, I mean – we talk about the buzzsaw because we thought Ortonville Brandon was going to do that to them. <laughs> no, North Branch is that team this year. I mean, I think this Cross-Lex team in most other years makes a run and does something, but, I mean, obviously with the circumstances. Uh, but North Branch is just, I mean, outside of their first Cross-Lex game has basically run through everyone. I know that in week six, uh, Armada gave them a scare uh, in the final of the regular season, but... No, North Branch, I mean, I would feel confident picking the Broncos again. Are we going to return? Not only do they score a lot, but their defense doesn't give anything up. And, like, even Ortonville Brandon scoring 28 surprised me. Um, But I I look at Country Day and, uh, again, good team. Probably a lot of good athletes there, but do they have the offense? Like, you can't win a, a slugfest with North Branch where you're going back and forth trading touchdowns. North Branch is going to win that game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can have a game with that with them this year because their defense is too good. No. No. And, so I actually and look if you at get this behind, one. if you get behind North Branch, they're just going to kill the clock. Yeah. They're going to run it down your throat, and they're going to beat you death by a thousand cuts. So I actually think North Branch is the favorite in this game. Yeah. It's, and I um, hope that that doesn't jinx them. <laughs> well, I mean – I I think that Ortonville-Brandon game really showed, okay, wow, they are that good. Because I did. I, 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 I told you, I, I said, okay, I think this is where North Branch is mm-hmm. season. And I said, I don't think they're going to get blown out because I don't think that they're a bad team or I don't think that their numbers are overinflated because they've been beating up on bad teams. I just thought Ortonville-Brandon was that good. Right, and it's hard to tell with um, – North Brands, not because it's that we didn't respect them. It's that they're in to- Ortonville Brandon, their entire schedule was insulated. They played the BWAC, even through the first two rounds of the playoffs. So you only knew how good they were against the BWAC, which in and of they itself. They were light years ahead of everybody yeah, else, except cro- a healthy Crosslex. And they didn't play any. So there was no cross-referencing to do. I mean, Crosslex had beaten Emily City in the first round. So you had no comparison to another team until Ortonville-Brandon. And when you did, you went, oh, no, <laughs> they're good. Yeah. They, we could, I would not say it's improbable that we have two teams in Ford Field at the end of this. Maybe three. Yeah. Maybe three, because let's talk about Ubley. 
They mm-hmm. play at uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday. They get a home game against Carson City Crystal. These are some weird scores. Carson City Crystal's three playoff wins, Brady. They beat Blanchard Montebello 42 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, there was a lot of that in the first round. Second round game, they beat Saranac 52 to 13. Uh, and then Fowler, who some years are good and some years they're down, um, 21 to 2. Yeah, I know. That's a weird score. You don't see that too often. <laughs> um, but, no, Ubley, I mean. Ubley uh, was tested once. They blew out Brown City 42-8. to eight, And in in the finals, they beat Beecher 42 to nothing. But in between, they had that 20-14 to 14 overtime game with USA. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, that was a big win. I mean, we kind of knew that uh, – Unionville Seawing was going to be their toughest one. They probably would have had a rematch with Harbor Beach had it not been for Harbor Beach having to cancel due to COVID. Um, I mean, they had lost that game earlier in the year. They lost to Sandusky week three, but like we said, since then, the Bearcats figured out who they were, and they got a lot better. Hopefully, they were able to stay competitive and stay in shape because I think they are the favorite. I think they are. If I had to pick one team out of our three to win, I'm picking Ubley to beat Carson City Crystal. And, I mean, then they'd have to either make the trip to Iron Mountain or Johannesburg-Lewiston for the next if it, game. If it's Iron Mountain, they're playing in Marquette at the Dome. Because well, that's, that's where, where Iron Mountain's playing this week. Well, yeah, they're, they're playing. They're the home team. Right. And, um, uh, and then if, if not, they'd have to go to Johannesburg-Lewiston or whatever it's called. Yes, where, which, which where we know. Coach is now your best friend. Hey, we. I learned some geography. <laughs> Just so long as uh, the, they let us into the press box Thanks. if we go. Yes. <laughs> and, hey, if there's nowhere else to go, I have nothing else to do. I've been sitting at home too long. I'll, I'll make a little drive. You, you are uh, – I, I will say this about Brady. Brady is having his spring fever right now in January. Well, because I've had to sit around for a month and a half. I've tried to keep you busy with this. I, I mean, we have, and the holidays helped, but now it's like, okay, let's get football. Saturday will get here soon enough. It will. And, I mean, well, in the next segment we'll talk about basketball because we have, um, I guess – a little inside scoop about what will happen in the MAC, and that should be interesting. Which, yeah, I, I found this. Uh, it makes sense when you know why they do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I do, but I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that this is a one-year thing, right? Because there's a lot of reasons why I don't like this. Yes, but um, we'll get into that. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like the MAC in general. <laughs> I know that, um, and and this might be another one of them. We'll be back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change anytime. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, you're back, and uh, hopefully basketball is going to be back here too. Uh, We'll have three weeks of uh, football, and then when that that third week comes in and we're playing the football finals, that's going to be like the craziest weekend in 100 years High school sports wise, oh, in the I state know. of Michigan, it's going to be awesome. Like fifty-seven things are going on that week. It's going to be amazing. We're gonna, we might work every single day outside of Sunday in February. It's going to be amazing. Which is fine after basically having two oh, and a half months of doing nothing. Oh, I know. And then March <laughs> Madness is going. And we were planning on working hard this winter. Anyways. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll get back to it um, once we're allowed to. But um, I was talking to some people in the basketball world in this area. And I can't confirm this, but the plan seems to be, and from what I hear, the ADs are on board for this year in the MAC. They're going to combine divisions and make like three super divisions. The bronze and silver will combine, the uh, blue and gold will combine, and the red and white will combine. And the reason for that is so if a team does come down with COVID and has to quarantine for the 14 days, if you get it at the wrong time, you might miss two games with them. I mean, a team tests positive on the day you're supposed to play on Tuesday and other kids test positive throughout that week, you could miss two games, where in this scenario, you'd only miss one game with a team. And I understand it. I think it's interesting for this year. I would not want this to stay around, but... this is what seems to be happening and what you could expect uh, once Mac basketball gets underway. Well, uh, here's one thing that I like about it. It puts Marine City, PH, and Marysville in a league together this year. But it also puts Hazel Park, Madison, um, Lamp Fear, but it, 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 all if, in that if same If you were league. Marine City, those are, right. those who no. you pl- that's right. who you play anyway. So it gives them – Somebody that you give a rip about yes. on your schedule to play. You also get East Point. East Point's in the gold now. They moved. Oh, up. did they move? Up? Yeah, I'm going so, by last year. Yeah, so I believe last year the the movement. Um, because yeah, they don't really post that anywhere. Um, East Point, I believe, was the only team that moved up from the silver, and Sterling Heights moved down. Okay, from the gold. So that's going to be the difference. So yeah, now instead of Marysville and PH having to deal with East Point, it's going to be. Northern oh, and St. Clair. You get Sterling Heights, Marysville again, and we might have another rumble. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that game? That was, what was that, 2017? I, was it that long ago? It was because I think, like, Ross Hinckley was on that team. I think it was that group of with, like, Dylan Kiger and yeah, that group. Well, I know you were at Wayne. Yeah, so it was either 16 or 17. Um, so, anyways, uh, what Brady and I are talking about, there was a game at Marysville. Um, that well, I was broadcasting that night, and uh, Brady, you didn't have anything going. I was just, on. I was in town. It was winter, midwinter break or something for so, me. Uh, it was uh, it was one of the the few times that you we actually get to work together in a game because I brought an extra headset, and so we're up. And the, the what was the kid's name? Sean Cama. Cama. Sean Cama is knocking down three pointers. From St. Clair, like at Steph, the Cur- like legitimately NBA three. Like he's taking two steps over midcourt and jacking shots up, expecting to make them, mm-hmm. and he was. And that was also the same game that Sterling Heights had the ball or took a timeout, and then out of the timeout, the refs just gave the ball to Marysville, and they went and dribbled out like two minutes of the clock. Yeah, and it was a game that went to overtime. The the, the, the Sterling Heights coach was going bananas so there was some animosity going on it was a close game mm-hmm. it might have even gone to a couple of overtimes. i think it was two overtime because yeah. camera hit a three from like legitimately i think he was standing at the front of the half court circle to tie it in like the the last second i mean i don't know if he shot like that all season long but that night he would he was shooting further and further away from the basket each time he shot, and he was making everything. Um, and it was just a classic game. But at at the end, it, it uh, the time kind of ran out on a scrambly play, and somebody tackled somebody, and all hell broke loose. Um, and and this is what I remember about it is is you had the players on the floor, you had the coaches on the floor, you had spectators on the floor, yeah. you had teachers and staff on the floor trying to separate and then i see brady on the floor i'm like wait a minute (laughs) okay in the booth with me i'm looking at now your headset is hanging on the rail and you had climbed out of the town to get on the floor okay (laughs) to explain why i did this i'm looking at the staff and the parents that are doing it i'm like i don't need some 50 year old dad or some older teacher getting in the way when I'm just standing up there flapping my gums. I'm like, okay, let's get someone down there that like, I don't know, shouldn't like, isn't a teacher and like could get hurt. And I was like, I'm just going to, they need me more down there. So I jumped down, got down. Hmm. I was just there. Nothing really happened. Yeah. It was basically one Sterling Heist's kid kind of lost his, had for a, a, a few minutes, and there was a, a one incident where there's once it was broken up, as actually everybody who was in there trying to break it up was kind of escalating the event. Had they just stayed out of it, it would have separated on its own. It looked like to me, but at any rate, it was a lot of fun. And then I the, the next time the two teams had to play was at empty. Sterling Heights, and they did it in an empty gym. in a non-covid era they did it in an empty gym parents were not allowed in students mm. were not allowed in yeah so i guess they there's some history with that with an empty gym but i don't know how we got off on that no, just the, the sterling heights would be would yeah be in there now back so. with uh so that's what it'll so be. east point would be playing northern in st Clair. yes which um good luck is <laughs> all i'll tell you yeah they are good but nor nor I mean northern I know I know St. Clair's probably going to have an uh, you know that based on football it might be a rough stretch here. Yeah, uh, no, I think they graduated like nine seniors yeah, last year and good players. Mm-hmm. Good players that played a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and but northern with with Jameson puts them in ball games and like I right. said if McNeil shows up you know well, and, that, and the, and that the, changes northern from being uh uh a 10-win team to a 15-win team. And the thing with Northern is, is Jamison good enough to carry a team? Yes. Um, the only thing is, and I believe he can do this, I need to see him do it without as strong of a supporting cast, without another college basketball player right there in James DeLong to pass it to. Now he's the entire focal point of every scouting report. Everyone knows his name. Everyone's going to be 
trying to shut him down. That's a big ask. Again, I think he's up to the task, but to ask that of a sophomore, that's a very young kid who, again, he's a really, really good basketball player. He might be the best basketball player in the area for the uh, the next two years. I mean, right now I think the, the conversation starts with Hunter Soper and then the next uh, word out of your mouth is Jameson for that. Um, but besides that, the next two years, it's going to be his area as long as he keeps progressing. But being able to do it when you're the center point and you're going to have everyone coming after you, and let's be honest, some teams are going to maybe play a little dirty, try to get in your head. It's a little different now that you got that target on your back. But, I mean, that, this is actually like, as I'm looking at and again, I'm using last year's standings, but I don't think too much has changed. You know, Lakeshore, Cousino, Utica, Lance Cruz, Anchor Bay, Fitzgerald, St. Clair, Northern, Frazier, Warren Woods Tower, South Lake, and East Point instead of Sterling Heights. Um, you know, that's East Point's to win. But the rest of that group, on any given night, anybody can beat anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, and, I, guess, I don't and know. Northern what, actually I, could be very competitive in that league. I don't remember what, uh, what changed between the white and the um, – Blue, the red white mix for basketball is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, I mean those poor. That's white actually teams, fun. That those poor white teams that are like the last team in the white that might have a down year. Good lord. Well, I mean, try try to pick and choose. If I just read you the schools, you pick and choose uh, choose which ones are actually the red teams and which ones are the white teams. All right. Okay. Dakota red. Gross Point South. I think they're in the red. They're a white team. Okay. Roseville. White. They're in the red. Really? Yep. Ford. White. They're in the white. New Haven. White. They're in the white. Lincoln, or excuse me, Lance Cruz North. I was about to say Lincoln, no. Lance Cruz North, they're in the white. Couldn't read my own scribble. Lance Cruz North is in the red. Really? Yes. Stevenson. Oh, since some teams were in the red that I thought were in the white, I'm going to say white. No, Stevenson's in the red. Of course. Romeo. White. They're in the white. All right, there we go. <laughs> Gross Point North. Red. They're a white team. Dang it. Uh, Chippewa Valley. Red. They're in the red. Ike. I think we've had six red teams, so white. Ike is in the red. Mott. White. That has to They're be in white. the white. Okay. Yeah, their white is Gross Point South, Ford, New Haven, Romeo, Gross Point North, and Mott. Jeez. That's a good league. That's a really good league. And then your red is Dakota, Roseville, Lance Cruz North, Sterling Heights, Stevenson, Chippewa Valley, and Eisenhower. At least those were the leagues last year. Let me see if I can find it. So it looks like um, if this is correct, at least according to the D zone, it looks like in the blue you have East Point, New Haven, Fitzgerald, Cousineau, Lance Cruz, Anchor Bay. Okay, so there, there's been some movement. Yeah, and then for the white, you're going to have – no, this is not right at all. Because it says Port Huron High in the white for boys. Are you bet. looking at girls? It's under boys. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe I'm – I, I went to that MAC site. Yeah, the one from – they just haven't updated yeah. it for this year. Yeah, I'm going to have to see if I can look at it again because – yeah, it's under boys, and I know Port Huron High is not in the white. Well, they weren't last year. They were, and they're lot. not in the white for girls either. Yeah, no, they're what? They're they're gold. They're a gold team, right? For the for basketball, they're with silver. They're silver. In with Marysville. Yeah, they're a silver team. Okay. Yeah, which Northern's gold. Yeah, this is way off. Okay, this is Northern the- Saint Clair are gold, and PH Marysville are silver. Yeah, and Marine City plays in the bronze in boys basketball. I knew I could figure that out eventually. Yep. All right. Whatever. We, it's, we, we, it's we've been away uh, from it for a little while. It's, so. Yeah, it's very not <laughs> – this website's very not updated, so sorry about that. But no, anyway, and for good reason. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, but, yeah, so basketball this year, you're going to have some kind of super conference-y things. Um, it does suck that there's going to be a lot of long travel. I believe Clawson's in the bronze. Um Clawson's going to be a long trip. Lamphere is going to be a long trip. If they have to go there, Hazel Park is going to be really long. I mean, Marine City's close, but besides them, Madison, I think, is another team in the bronze. 
And who am I missing? Centerline. Clintondale, Centerline. Clintondale's in the silver, which is, Clintondale's not too bad. Um, but no, it seems like um, right off top of it, that silver bronze, I think if I had to guess right now, top two teams, well, if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said PH. It was there. Yeah. But it now PH is to win. Now it's, I think, a toss up between Marysville and Lakeview. I just think losing. I mean, you lose DV Price. That's all. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah, I, I just uh, who who's going to be the person that now gets those minutes and has those responsibilities that DV had. Well, you, the the first option you think is Ethan Balon, but the same thing with Jameson. Okay, now you're the number one. Now everyone's circling you. Now you're taking that away. That's that's a tough ass to go from being kind of the dish-off guy when teams were double-teaming DV to now being the number one guy. He can score, and you saw nights where he went out and got 20-plus points in a night and was on, but the thing is you always had to respect DV Price. Now you don't have that 20-a-night guy on the floor with you. Who's going to bring the ball up for the Big Reds? Who's yeah, that, gonna- that's the thing. Who's going to get Ethan Balon? Ethan Balon can get open and he can mm-hmm. shoot. Who's going to get him the basketball? Right. Who's going to be the floor general now? And, and are you, you know, is is he a guy who can bring the ball up and make the people around him better? That's what DV did. Mm-hmm. And I think it, and Mar- I know Lakeview is pretty good. They're up from the uh, bronze last year. I know they have a few good players. Um, and I think Marysville, they're just returning basically everyone. It's a big senior class. A lot of the names we talked about in football, we'll be talking about in basketball too for the Vikings. And and, and that's the thing about it because like Demarco, as good as he is in football, he's a very good basketball. And, and he's, he's gonna, gotten bigger. And don't think that he's like that. It doesn't carry over. He's got to be feeling really confident. Oh yeah, right now as, as just as an athlete, feeling like you know I can. I can dominate people mm-hmm. right now. Woodard. He's a, and, and, a great shooter and, and a ball handler and, and Smayfield. I mean, uh, I think I think the Vikings are very, very talented. And here's the inverse of what we just talked about. Evan Woodard, uh, the second half of last season, was asked to be the guy that scored most of the points, was the go-to guy. With DeMarco Singleton back, he's going to be the – that's a lot of pressure off of Evan Woodard. So now he can be kind of his role changes a little bit and you, they can rely on DeMarco for, they have three, four guys that they can rely on to get a bucket when they need it. And that's what good teams do. I mean, you look at cross Lex, you probably have six, seven guys you can rely on to get a bucket. If you try to take away Soper, he gives the ball to Johnson. Yes. You you know, and and it's the same, the the same thing. If they're going to try to double team, DeMarco and leave Evan Woodard open out at the top, he's going to knock down a three and mm-hmm. beat you that way. Yeah. And if it's not him, maybe it's it's Nagin from the corner or whoever else. Mm-hmm. Or Larry Smayfield gets the ball. Yeah. He's going to be the quiet one that's like, I think every night was going to quietly get eight to ten points, not do anything flashy, but just be that steady kind of presence there. Just going to get the rebounds, do the, the, the dirty work. And he's not, I don't know if he's ever going to go off for like 20 a night, but I don't know if he'll ever just disappear and get you like two. Yeah, and any team that's got a Sam Lasher on it is a team I'm going to like. <laughs> Sorry, I just I like the yeah. kid. I like the intangibles. He no, took- he's not going to score, but the, he does all those other little things that nobody – I mean, they keep stats for some of it, but nobody pays attention to those stats. Yeah, those stats. He does all of them. Did you know last year he tied the school record for charges in a game when he took four? Yeah, I mean, that's what he'll do, though. Yeah. He'll he'll play defense. He'll crash. He'll get you a rebound when you need the rebound. You know, and if he gets you a bucket or two, great. Mm-hmm. So basketball season, I mean, they're going to be able to start what in – Two weeks, basically, little a little less actually. Um, so, hopefully, basketball. Yeah, season. they get to start practicing as soon as the current ban. Is I think it's the sixteenth. I believe they can start playing games the twenty second, but I think most people probably wait till the twenty fifth. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have a couple uh, games that Friday, and if they're playing, we'll be there. Yeah, we're. I mean, 
we've gotten, I know we've gotten a Croslex schedule. We've gotten a Cardinal Mooney schedule. Um, the max schedule is still kind of up in the air. I know there's, they, again, through the back channels, they have the open dates for, like, crossover games. So you will see a few crossovers in the uh, max schedule, at least as of right now. Yeah, I, I'm going to assume you're not going to play, if they go super leagues. It's going to be one time through. Yeah, you, you can't play everybody twice. So that's or now you're looking at, like, a 24-game schedule and they yeah. only play 20. Yeah. Or a 22-game schedule and you only play 20. So, yeah, you do have to do some crossover. Even if you shorten the schedule a little, you're not just going to play like 11 games or right. 13 games. Or so you, we might get a Marysville-St. Clair. We might get a – I'm sure we'll get a Port Huron, Port Huron Northern game. We'll get those matchups. A St. Clair, Marine City will all happen um, this year, at least from what I hear is on the table. Yeah, they're, they're, for me, that's the other thing about the, the MAC. Some certain teams just shouldn't be broken up. PH and Northern shouldn't be broken up. No. Ford and Utica shouldn't be broken up. Um, the Gross Point schools shouldn't be broken up. South and North should always be in the league. Lance Cruz, Lance Cruz North should always be in the Lake league. Lakeshore, Lakeview. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I, I don't like that a lot of times they break those teams up. But why? The Lakeview-Lampfear rivalry is so good. Is it? The Madison yeah. and Lampfear rivalry isn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Centerline Port here on high is such a fun game to look forward to. The the Mott and Cousineau rivalry isn't that good. Hazel Park, Marysville, the Battle of the Vikings. Yay. <laughs> it's not that good. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, and uh, then we'll uh, come back, and I'll let uh, Brady uh, rant and vent a little bit and tell it's stories. It's not a rant. Come on. I'm not always angry. All right, I'll let him. I'll let him tell stories and name drop, because you're going to name drop in this one. Oh, you're right. I'm going to name drop. Buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Lowe's will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. 
From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, and uh, it's uh, Dennis and Brady. It's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And uh, an, an air of excitement today because um, we'll finally have uh, a game this weekend with football. And, uh, and that will, we hope lead us quickly into a basketball season and, and hopefully some sense of normalcy for 2021. And we're, we're still not completely out of the woods here and nothing is, uh, as I've learned the last few months, nothing is a, is a for sure. Right. But, well, I mean, even, I mean, over the break, we got an email that could be interesting, um, something we could do, which is, it's exciting to get, like, see options to do things. Yeah. Like just well, to it's have... just good to to hear that um, what we're talking about is SC four. Yeah, it, it's just good to hear that they're going to be playing a season. Yes. Um. So in several sports. Yes. So having that, like knowing that that's going to happen, is just really nice to. I don't know. It's refreshing to see like things are going to happen and they're planning and there's more and more rather than okay, what's the next delay going to be? Okay, what's this? Because that sucked. But it's it's been a nice – it's been a good start to the new year, I'd say. Yeah. A lot of stuff been going on. So, so. Um, speaking of stuff going on, if it's not coaches up in Johannesburg, um, it's it's other people that you're constantly having your little Twitter wars with. Okay. It's, okay, first of all, let me set up. This so was a Twitter war. If – you barely know how to use Twitter. <laughs> Anyway. I know enough to, to recognize war when I see it. Anyway, if if you guys watched the college football playoff this past, what was it, Friday? It was New Year's Day. Um, yeah, yes. Friday was New Year's Day. Yes. So during the game, uh, the Clemson linebacker, James Skalski, um, had a hit on Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields where basically he dropped his head and hit him straight in the back with the top, like the crown of your helmet. Now, that's extremely dangerous. Not as much so for the offensive player getting hit, but that's how you get paralyzed. I mean, that's how you hurt your neck. That's how you, you know, get seriously injured. And it's kind of like tackling 101. I mean, even you would know this. Mm. You keep your head up when you tackle, right? So you don't hurt your neck a la Ryan Shazier a couple years ago. And so when that happened, Skalski got called for targeting. And in college football, targeting is an ejection because one of the rules for targeting, it doesn't matter where you hit them. If you lead with the crown of your helmet, which he did, it's an ejection. It's a flag. Now, whether that's too harsh, that's not up for debate. It's the rule. So on Twitter... There were it was kind of split. Some people going, yes, that's a really dangerous hit. That's he deserves the foul because he could have gotten seriously hurt, which I'm surprised he didn't. I mean, I showed you the hit. It looked like his neck could have like compressed a little. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a scary thing. You've been around sports long enough to know that's bad when your spine just acts like a spring, acts like a slinky. Um, so anyway. There are some people saying that, and there are other people saying, no, Justin Fields moved at the last minute. How are defenders supposed to protect that, whatever? Well, one of the people that said that was Charles Woodson. So I 
responded to his tweet, and I'll just give it. I will read it verbatim so we know it's all out there. Charles Woodson put out there, field spun into him. That's not targeting. So I quoted the tweet and said, the dude lowered his head. Fields could have done anything. It's not about what Fields did. It's about getting rid of the players using the crown of the helmet. And then I threw in, I might have thrown a little dig in there, saying I'm assuming this tweet has no salt behind it whatsoever either. I mean, watching your rival play in a playoff game when you haven't won a, your school hasn't won a conference <laughs> title in almost two decades might be a little upsetting. So, yeah, maybe I threw the first punch. Yeah. Maybe. So, you know, people like me, Idiots with a microphone and two thumbs and a keyboard <laughs> respond to athletes and people that are much famous, much more famous, much more wealthier, much more successful than me all the time on Twitter. Now, it came as a surprise to me when my phone dinged about two minutes later and he replies to it. <laughs> so after the initial shock of, oh, that Charles Woodson actually read my tweet and thought, wow, this guy's dumb enough. I'm going to respond. So he says, if Fields doesn't spin, he hits him with his shoulder. Pay attention, man. It ain't that hard. Okay. First of all, Chuck. <laughs> oh, now yeah, he's Chuck. Yeah, yeah. You guys are on uh, getting personal <laughs> basis here. Okay. It doesn't matter if Fields spun or not. It doesn't matter where he hit him. Don't drop your head. It's a fairly simple thing to do. Now, I know we have a lot in common. We both scored some pick sixes in our day. Yeah, you had one. <laughs> some. <laughs> you had one. <laughs> Which qualifies as some. Which basically hit you in the face mask and stuck there, and you walked five yards into the end zone. Still, Dazed. Still six points. <laughs> um, but Actually, it was a much nicer play than that. But they, You learn to keep your head up. And, you know, not hit with the crown of your helmet. And, again, so I obliged and respond. Doesn't matter that he spun. You don't drop your head like that. It's not an issue. Keeping you, your head up when you tackle is day one stuff. So, to which he replies again, much to my surprise, with a screenshot saying, Guys would be thrown out on every play, showing a picture of an Ohio State player hitting, which I believe is Trevor Lawrence, looking like his crown's, the crown of his helmet's lowered. To which I said, yeah, that shouldn't be allowed either. That missed call doesn't retroactively make the targeting call wrong. To which he never replied. So I think that means I bested him in this battle of wit. <laughs> or he just gave up talking to the idiot. Yes. <laughs> So that was my little spat with Charles Woodson over the holiday break. Uh, that's fun, though. Yes. So I What'd you do over the holidays? Oh, I had a Twitter fight with Charles right. Woodson. It felt weird, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I was talking about this, I'm like, this guy's a Hall of Fame football player. I feel like he should know how to raise his, you know, head when he tackles. Um, but, yeah, it just, like, I. Well, that's why I he doesn't want, he doesn't want to give in to you. All right. I doesn't want to give it to the guy he's never heard of. Yeah. Defensive end from Wayne the State. Wayne State. The Come Wayne on. State yes. University. Yes. With their even though goofy there's a, mascot. Even though there's another Wayne State in Nebraska. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Who don't have a goofy mascot. Yeah, our, the Wayne State mascot's like one of the five worst mascots in sports. Um, basically, if you've ever seen Grimace, imagine a green version of that, and that's Wayne State's mascot. But, yeah, so I thought that totally was... Totally off the subject. Best mascot ever. Slappy, the green bird for the Kalamazoo Wings. I'm sure, like, two people who listen to this even know who... Doesn't matter. Slappy was the best. If I Google Slappy, it's Slappy... I bet you Slappy has his own Twitter. Green bird, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, Slappy, Kalamazoo Wings mascot. Let me see. He's a big green bird. That's nowhere near the best mascot. Oh, he's the best. So, I mean, he's still the way the, he interacts. He's still the mascot for the East Coast League. And Yeah, just the way he interacts, and uh, he's a great mascot. Yeah, yeah Some I, mascots have it, and some don't. I can think of a bird, better the, bird the, mascot. The, 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 the two mallards in Quad City, they didn't cut it. <laughs> they, had, they had better costumes, expensive costumes. Doesn't make a good mascot. 
Anyway. And the eagle, it was a terrible mascot. Anyway. I will say this about Port Huron teams. Our mascots have always been the worst. They have not always been. They have always. The Ice Hawks one wasn't bad. It was bad. There, it was at okay. At and worst, then they like hatched. They 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 brought a second one in and hatched it out of an egg. Yeah. Okay. It was bad. At worst, it was inoffensive. The, the, the flags had a bear with glasses. Yeah, that one wasn't good. Mitts is the beacons had awful. the Gorton Fisherman. <laughs> they had the Islanders logo as their. F- <laughs> he was the. He looked like the Hamburglar. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic or on this way off course. And, and, but, and the, the, yeah, the Border Cat ones were bad, too. I'll but, say it. But basically, I mean, at this point, we've talked about the three football games <laughs> ad nauseum. We have a little bit of basketball news to talk about, but still that starts. So we figured why not? Well, t- I just I just yeah, I wanted you to get your Charles Woodson story My name drop in. Well, hopefully we'll have someone on later this week to talk about one of the one of the games, if not more. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun matchup. We do have an invitation out, so um, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, on Wednesday when we are back again at this, you will have uh, somebody other than us to uh, listen to if not, who's I'm, actually intelligent and knows well, what they're doing. We might wait. We could wait till Friday, too, just to, so it's right before the yeah. game. Have a nice preview yeah. game. Are we, are we going to bring yeah. back a on, shortened version of the picks? On, on Friday, you're going to explode. Oh, no, Saturday I'm going to – I'm not going to be able to sleep Friday night. I'm going to be like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> we we can do some – I think we basically already have done picks in a roundabout way. Yeah, but we can we can make it fun and put some music and some For unnecessary – free games? Yes, why not? Give the people what they want. All right, whatever you want to do. Not what, what I want, do. it's what the people want. Anyway. It's, your, it's your world, I'm just on it. Anything else we need to do before we end this? No, I think we're good. All right, so we'll be back, what, Wednesday? Wednesday. All right, we'll figure out something to talk about then. (laughs) Thank God sports are coming back. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.